Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we have an update on a story that we've been following for some time. If you've been listening to the show for any length of time, you'll know that I have a very strong view on short-term rentals. A lot of people go into the market assuming that things are going to stay wide open and it's going to be the Wild West forever. And then one day they wake up, the city has changed the rules, and they're out of business. It's a very risky proposition unless you know exactly what government's going to do. Today, the City of Ottawa has completed their public consultations on short-term rentals, and they've issued their recommendations to a committee of City Council, and I'll be speaking at that committee later this week. At the end of 2018, there were an estimated 6,278 listings. Those included both individual rooms and complete dwelling units. It's estimated that the number of investor-owned commercial short-term rentals in the market is approximately 1,236 units, and those units, in my opinion, are at risk. These properties have been put in the short-term rental market and serve purely a commercial purpose. This is an issue to which there are two sides of the argument, and frankly, I see both sides of it. As an investor, I fully support the notion of investors making an honest dollar by providing a product for which there's real demand. I live in a lovely home back beyond parkland and a lake, and if my neighbor decided to move to the Caribbean and put their home into the short-term rental market, I'd be pretty upset. The transient nature of the traffic next door would negatively affect the value of my property. So I fully understand the issue from the perspective of residents who bought residential property in a residential area, never expecting a hotel product to open up next door. I also own several short-term vacation rentals in another community that's heavily tourism-centric. These properties that I own are zoned for tourism and for short-term rentals. There's no conflict between the intended use and the actual use. Ottawa is currently facing a housing shortage. The real cause of the shortage is not the presence of short-term rentals. There's been population growth in excess of new supply coming into the market. There's about 45 days of inventory in the condo market, where prices have risen 18% in the past year. There's 60 days of inventory in the market for single-family homes, and prices have risen 7.6% in the past year. It's common for properties in both segments to sell above asking price with multiple offers. Rental properties, despite rent controls, have a very low vacancy rate of 1.4% for one-bedroom units and 2.1% for two-bedroom units. In response to this shortage, the city is hoping that by regulating short-term rentals, they're going to eliminate some of what they see as problems with short-term rentals and that maybe these second homes will appear in the long-term rental market to help address the shortage of properties in the rental segment or maybe be sold outright in the open market to help address some of the shortage there. The new rules provide for residents to benefit from the sharing economy while attempting to establish regulations that minimize the negative consequences of short-term rentals. Where the problem lies is with those investors who purchased properties for the sole purpose of entering the short-term rental business, and they're now facing a dramatic drop in income as their properties are no longer going to be allowed to operate as a commercial short-term rental. The city defines a short-term rental as any portion of a dwelling that's used to provide accommodations for a period of less than 28 consecutive days. Some of the specific measures that are being recommended by city staff include enacting a short-term rental bylaw to govern the activities of short-term rental platforms, their agents, and their hosts. This would require platforms like Airbnb to register with the city. It would also require short-term rental agents, that is, property managers, to to register with the city as well. The establishment of a short-term rental permit for these types of properties and restricting short-term rental activity to primary residences only thereby prohibiting rentals in investment properties. They're going to establish a short-term rental enforcement team with bylaw officers and do that on a cost recovery basis. 
that is, the cost to fund this, will come through a combination of registration fees and hotel tax. A lot of condo buildings don't allow short-term rentals in their condo bylaws, and yet there's still a number of short-term rentals operating buildings where the condo board doesn't allow it. The new rules establish a process for condo corps and landlords to register prohibitions against short-term rentals in their buildings with the city. It makes it a lot easier for bylaw enforcement to act when an illegal unit appears on the market. And the city is also going to provide specific exemptions from the proposed regulations to allow for rental of cottages and vacation homes in rural areas and to allow for hotels, motels, and bed and breakfast to use the short-term rental platforms. The new regulations outlaw short-term rentals in areas that are zoned residential and even in areas that are zoned commercial. The city has been incredibly slow to act on this compared with other communities around the world. Platforms like Airbnb have been around for more than a decade. The city has the right through their zoning policy to dictate what types of businesses are allowed in a given area. But the city has not used the zoning code to guide the current proposed bylaw. My comments to the city will be to amend the zoning definitions to specifically include short-term rentals within the zoning. That's the mechanism that currently governs the use of properties within the city. If all of a sudden, say, chicken farming becomes really popular, we don't need a new set of special chicken farming regulations. The use is governed by zoning, and this is no different. I've got no issue with the city charging hotel tax. That levels the playing field with the hotels. Now, I'm going deep into this situation because it's a dialogue that's happening in cities around the world. If you're an investor in your local market, you definitely want to understand what's happening within your city's government and their bureaucracy so you can influence the outcome. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.